and welcome to this week's wrap-up episode of Making It to the Mic. I'm your host, Stephanie Pam Roberts, and today I'm so excited to share some of my favorite moments from the season with you. First, I want to thank you so much for listening and coming on this journey with me. I've loved sharing these conversations with you, and I hope you've loved listening to them. And of course, I want to thank the 15 incredible guests who have shared their stories so generously with us over these last few months. Getting a chance to reconnect with old friends and make new friends in the industry has been so much fun. Hooray for human interaction during this crazy time. And I've loved hearing about how each of them made it to the mic. Some had a background in performing or musical theater, some came from the corporate world, some from behind the scenes as a producer or an animator. Each of their journeys is unique, but there were a few themes that came up over and over again. In no particular order, here are my top five takeaways from season one of Making It to the Mic. Number one, training. Almost every guest talked about how training is an essential part of this career, and I totally agree. Some guests took a ton of coaching up front at the beginning of their careers, Some did it along the way, some did both, and some even talked about the importance of training when you're looking to get into a new genre in the industry. If you come from a performance background and you have acting training, of course there are tons of skills that cross over, but it's so important to learn the craft of voice acting as well. Just like if you were a ballet dancer and you wanted to become a tap dancer, you'd need to take classes to learn those specific skills. There are so many nuances to being in front of the mic and so many terms to learn and taking classes or getting coaching can really set you up for success and help you feel comfortable in the booth. Number two, home studios. So the home studio revolution really took hold about 10 years ago when I was getting started in the business. But if we've learned anything from 2020, it's that the home studio is now an essential part of being a voice actor and they are here to stay. Having a great home studio is a must, someplace where you can not only record auditions, but jobs too. And look, if the tech side of things stresses you out, that's totally understandable. But there are also a lot of resources out there. There are people doing home studio consultations, there's YouTube videos, there's plenty of classes to take on different programs, lots of things that you can do to make sure that you feel super confident in this side of things. So many of my guests talked about the process of getting their home studio set up, whether that was early on in their careers or as a product of the pandemic. And a lot of gear was mentioned. You can always go back through the show notes to see what everyone's using. I've linked everything there. And these home studios look different for everyone, too. Some people are in their closets. Some are in forts that they've made themselves. Some people are in a studio bricks booth. Some people have top-of-the-line $1,000 microphones, and some have more affordable options. So I think the biggest takeaway for me is that there are certainly things to keep in mind when you're setting up your home studio and best practices, but there isn't a one-size-fits-all solution. So there's flexibility there to find what works for you. So hopefully that can free you up and make home studios seem a little less intimidating. Number three, find your sweet spot, whether that's in a specific genre or a type of read. For genres, some of my guests feel most comfortable with commercials, and that's where they book the most. Some have found a knack for animation or dubbing, and some, okay, just one, have landed in audiobooks. Many expressed how they actually don't want to or haven't worked a lot in audiobooks, which is just a great reminder again to find what works for you. If you've always had a love of big words, maybe medical narration will be your sweet spot. If you have a super youthful, fun voice, maybe children's media will be your sweet spot. And for types of reads, most of my guests know exactly the type or age range that they have a knack for and do well with. The specific example that comes to mind is knowing what type of mom character you are. 
Are you the sweet mom of a newborn or the wry mom who cleans up dirty socks all day? If you're newer to the industry, finding these sweet spots may take time and experimentation. But once you figure it out, it'll help you stay focused and figure out where you really shine. Number four, be easy to work with. This one seems so obvious, but literally so many guests brought it up that I thought it was important to include. So there were lots of different versions of this, whether it's to be a team player, be flexible, being human and realizing that the people directing you are also human, leaving your ego at the door, etc. In this business, work definitely begets work and relationships are super important. So make sure you're doing everything you can to be professional and nice. And finally, number five, how to handle self-direction. Oh, self-direction. It can really be a double-edged sword. Because so many auditions are self-directed, I can do a ton of them every day. If I had to travel all around New York City for every single audition, I'd probably only be able to do two or three or four in a day. But here in my home studio, I could do 20, 30, who knows? But the downside is we're alone, trying to figure out the specs and get into the head of the client or casting director, and after a while, it can get confusing and muddy. So many of my guests had great tips about what they do to handle these situations, like thinking of these auditions as improv, thinking of yourself as the celebrity they're looking for, trying not to get too invested in any particular audition, and auditioning and just letting it go. And of course, remembering to have fun. Certainly easier said than done sometimes, but all great ideas of things that maybe you can hang up in your booth for motivation. Well, that's it. I hope you found these takeaways helpful, and if you have any of your own to share, I'd love to hear them. You can find me on Instagram at stephaniepamrobertsvo. I'll be taking a short break next week, but mark your calendars for June 8th, the premiere of season two. I'll be switching it up a bit for the summer, and instead of talking to fellow voice actors, I'll be talking to folks behind the mic. I've already interviewed a bunch of amazing people like agents, casting directors, animation directors, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. These guests have shared a ton of valuable information for anyone from newbies to veterans. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you're listening right now so you don't miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening to season one of Making It to the Mic.